So a little bit of background on why I decided to create this podcast is because I was really interested in mothers who are also artists. Um, I think the main reason or one of the main reasons I wanted to explore this topic was because um, as a mother myself, I understand how sometimes it's looked at as a sacrifice. Like if you're a mother, you have to choose motherhood over yourself, over your art, over your dreams, your career. And, you know, our children are a huge part of our dreams. And I feel like it's not a selfish thing to go after what you believe in and what you want to do with your life. I feel like it's an empowering one. Because if we can't be our best self for our children, they ultimately suffer. So I don't look at you know, following your dreams is something that contradicts motherhood. I look as it look at it as something that serves it, as something that elevates it. So without further ado, I will begin the interview using questions, you know, that I would ask any other guest on the show. I'm just gonna ask them to me. <laughs> so I hope it doesn't sound too weird me interviewing myself but here I go so the first question is who are you I am Sabrina Ali Sabrina is actually my given middle name and I decided to go by it you know I like the name I think it's beautiful and I think that I wasn't I didn't hear that name enough and so I wanted to you know bring a little bit of attention to what I think is a beautiful name but also um, its meaning uh, Sabrine means endurance or to endure. And, you know, I feel like that's been a common theme in my life thus far. I always imagine my mother, when she was giving me the name, I always imagine her thinking, like, okay, this world is beautiful. This world is amazing, but you're going to have to rely on your ability to endure. You know, so as beautiful as the name is, I also felt like it was kind of a premonition. Like, you know, it's possible to live your dreams, but you're going to have to go through some things. And whether she thought that that was going to be because of my personality or because of my social standing, like how much money we had, or, you know, because of my race, my gender, it was just something that she knew that was going to be uh, prevalent in my life. So our names play a major part of our life, you know, because I feel like what we answer to is extremely important. And I feel like that name, that meaning, is a part of who I am. And I feel like my ability to endure has gotten me this far so <laughs> that's my name <laughs> um I'm a mother a writer an author I'm a sister a friend a daughter I'm a dreamer I'm a feeler I'm a healer um these are all things that I identify as that I feel make me who I am and you know 
help me to remember who I am when I feel like I'm straying off the path. So the second question is, what does art mean to you? To me, art is like breathing. I feel like it's our own individual expression of God. And, oh, it's so beautiful to me. Art, I feel like the seed of creativity is the seed of life. I feel like it's birth. As a woman, I feel like it's birth from the same place that a child is born, you know, in the womb. I feel like there's life there, there's creativity there, and I feel like it's our purpose to express it. And so art is just that beautiful, unique, um, powerful expression of you. So that's what I think art is, and that's what it means to me. Okay, so the next question is, what is your chosen medium, and where would you be without it? So, I'm a writer. My chosen medium would be the pen, pad, the words. Words are so powerful to me. And I just had this thought the other day. I just really don't like the expression, talk is cheap. You know, because I feel like words are powerful, and words have meaning, and I feel like if, you, if you're not a person about your word, then there can be no action. Like, I feel like, you know, your word, words and action are directly correlated. And I don't feel like one is more important than the other. So, yeah, words are just, words are so powerful. You got to be very conscious of your words because... You know, they direct, they're like direct, directly connected to your thoughts. And so, you know, your thoughts kind of shape your, your life, your path, your mentality, you know? So, yeah, you got to be careful with your word. And where would I be without, where would I be without writing? Um, I would be lost, honestly, You know, I've always felt like I was meant to be a writer. You know, my mother was a writer, so I feel like it's inherited. I feel like it was written, and I feel like I wouldn't even know who I am or who I was or who I'm going to be, like, if it wasn't for writing. I feel like I get to document exactly where I am and exactly who I am, and it helps me to remember myself you know, whenever I forget, because I feel like we all have those moments where we question who we are, we question our morals, our character. We really want to know if we are who we say we are. So I feel like this documentation helps us to understand ourselves, you know, and our livelihood. And I wouldn't have such a awareness of who I am if I hadn't gotten to know myself through my words, through my work, you know? You know, you have to face yourself in your art. And I feel like that's exactly what I did um, all this time when I've, I've been writing. It's really like looking myself in the face and, you know, taking what serves me and leaving what doesn't. 
And, you know, really looking at my own reflection and taking accountability and also understanding my capabilities and knowing I was worthy of my dreams. How do you make time for your art? So this is a big one, you know, with mothers who are also artists because it's so easy to feel guilty for taking time for yourself. In the beginning stages when they needed you 24-7, we kind of had like a justifiable reason to kind of neglect ourselves because having a newborn is mayhem. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful, but it's also mayhem. It's chaotic. It's, um, yeah, it's a lot when they're newborn. So, have, so taking time for ourselves is kind of is something that doesn't really happen in the beginning stages. It's something that's kind of learned as your child grows and, you know, you kind of shift with them. And uh, in doing so, you kind of learn to take a little bit more time for yourself, you know, even if it's incrementally. It's, um, yeah, it's something that you kind of have to teach yourself to do. Because if you don't, you just, you'll be empty. And you can't pour from an empty cup. You know, it's so important to take care of ourselves because the capacity that mothers love and give and nurture, it would be impossible to do it without taking care of us or looking after us first and foremost, which is kind of like, a modern take on motherhood because for so long we've been taught that sacrifice is what mothers are supposed to do, you know? And kind of being an artist kind of just, you know, throws that whole idea out the window. It's like revolutionary almost because not only are you taking care of yourself, like grooming-wise, like physically, but it's also taking care of your spiritual health as well, you know, because I feel like art is so deeply connected to the creator and I feel like it's taking care of your mental health as well because um art is therapeutic and so you're kind of taking care of yourself on every level and that really hasn't been championed you know for mothers to do so so yeah I make time for my art in the same ways that I make time for myself I really lean on my tribe. So, you know, in the beginning, I was a little hesitant to take help from other people. I feel like it's an ego thing. We feel like we can do it all by ourselves. But, you know, the more you grow, the more you learn that that's impossible. Like, it takes a village. So, you know, I lean in on my support system. And, you know, I uh, sleep in (laughs) when I need to. These are all ways that I make time for myself. And, you know, I um, I just ask for days. I just am honest and saying, hey, I, I really need to work today. Can you take her? Or, you know, I set up my schedule where I'm taking a block of time off for myself. You know, I really just make myself a priority. And that's kind of how I make time for my art. So the next question is, What lessons has motherhood brought to you and how do you apply them? 
So motherhood came with an array of lessons. And um, the first one is really patience because it takes so much, especially in the toddler stage, it takes so much patience and awareness because you really want to you really want to reach them in the right ways. And the right ways might not necessarily mean the ways that we were taught to do so. So it's a lot of reprogramming. It's a lot of patience. And um, I was going to say the patience that she taught me, I really apply to myself. So that's one way that I apply it is that I'm more patient with myself. And I, I never was that way with myself. I never allowed myself to make mistakes. I was really hard on myself. Um, And so just having a child and being patient with her has actually taught me how to be patient with me. So that's one way I apply it to life. So moving on, the next question is, how has your art helped you form an identity outside of motherhood? Wow. Uh, That's a good question, if I may say so myself, (laughs) because I feel like, you know, as mothers, we make that our entire identity. And I'm learning that that's not necessarily the healthiest thing, you know, because moms have a lot on them and people expect a lot. People expect a lot from mothers. So it's easy to get lost in that identity. But it's important to understand that, you know, we're still the same person from, at our core, we're the same person that we were before we had our children. Even though we're an evolved version of ourselves, I believe, we still can't forget what made us who we were in the first place. And we can't forget what made us happy. We can't forget that drive and that determination we once had and that ferocity, you know, I feel like a lot of, there are a lot of blessings of youth, you know, because you're, you're more optimistic, I feel like, or you're more excited about life. I feel you can get kind of jaded the older that you get. So I feel like we can't forget that fire. And that's um, part of my identity that I wanted to have within motherhood, but also outside of it, because I can't forget that fire that made me who I was, and I can't forget to apply that to other areas of my life, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm building a career. I want to, I want to help people. I want to live my passion, and I want to live my purpose, and, you know, that's important for me to evolve in that role. And kind of, you know, connected to motherhood because I feel like it's all it's all a oneness. But I feel like um, nurturing that side of me, outside of who I am as a mother, is important as well. Because you know, I have to be strong at my core. What is your child like, and what lessons have they taught you? Wow, my child is amazing. She's very in tune. She's very mature for her age, very intelligent. And what she's taught me was how to be courageous. 
she is I feel like she was she's everything I wasn't as a child like she's very direct she knows what she wants she is vocal about her needs and I was the opposite I was I was so shy even though she's she could be shy around strangers. I was so shy. I was very quiet. I was very, like, nervous, I feel like, and timid. Um, maybe my brothers won't agree with this because I was a little bit different with them. <laughs> but in general, I was very, very shy about speaking or nervous to speak. And she has taught me how to use my voice. She's taught me how to find my voice and also how to use it. Because she is fire, and she is the fire that I need. <laughs> she is, you know, wow, she is my greatest teacher. Because finding my voice has been the greatest blessing of my life. It's why I'm able to start a podcast. It's why I'm able to share my work and share myself. For so long, I was afraid of my voice and afraid of my potential and afraid of just being seen. I wanted to hide. I wanted to stay in the darkness. But has but in finding my voice, I've found my light. And so I'm letting it lead. And I'm, you know, being vocal. And I'm being, I'm drawing boundaries. And I'm being um, intentional about what I want and what I need. And so I feel like my daughter brought that lesson to me. Yeah, she really did. So the next question is, what is your inner child like? Wow. So my inner child is growing alongside my daughter. Like in learning how to parent her, I'm learning how to reparent myself. And, you know, I just described when I was talking about my daughter, I was describing how I was as a child. And so I feel like my inner child, she was very frightened. She was frightened of a lot of things. I feel like I built my fear into like this protective kind of thing. It was almost like a parent to me because I feel like fear is necessary. I feel like it serves a purpose, but I feel like you're not supposed to live in it. And I feel like you're not supposed to let it consume you. And that's exactly what I allowed it to do. My inner child was so fearful of life and fearful of her potential. And so I'm being patient with her and I'm being gentle with her and I'm letting her know that it's okay. Like we got each other. I got us. God got us. We'll be okay. And so I feel like I'm healing my inner child and um, in walking my path, I feel like I'm able to do so. Just following my heart and following my dreams. I feel like I'm serving my inner child and I feel like she's not going to be happy until I am happy, you know? I feel like she's at, at the center of my being, this little child who, who wants to know that she's worthy and loved. And I'm finally feeling like I am those things. So my inner child is growing right alongside my daughter, alongside my art, just alongside with me. So it's really a beautiful thing. enjoyed the first episode of moms who art i'm really open to talking to more mothers to meeting more mothers 
and really diving deep into the creative process, which I feel like is deeply tied to the healing process. So, you know, I want to talk about some things. So thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.